When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast, we go over the latest hockey news before heading into our 21-22 season award predictions. Stay tuned. Season 3, Episode 3 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson here, Chase Crawshaw with me as always. And we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We're going to be going over some news, including uh, our Tampa Bay Lightning. We got some news on that end. We're going to be talking about award predictions and everything like that. But, Chase, before we get into that, it is a sorrow, sorrow day for the Bolts Broadcast. Yeah, I mean... At least for the boys of the Bolts Broadcast. Yeah, it, you know... I'm at a loss of loss for words. Um, our our beloved favorite damn football teams pissed away two wins again. Uh, we are hurting. It's sorry if that lead up made you think that someone died. Um, if someone did die, it, it was it was my soul. Yeah. It you know I, I'm used to it at this point. You think I wouldn't care anymore? But like, I just want the Lions to get their first win of the season and then they can just lose the rest. I do not want them going winless. Just Get the win at some point. I would have been happy this week and then lose the rest. I wouldn't even care. I expect them to be bad. I want them to be bad just because I know they're clearly not going to be good. So just, just like either get murdered or just win the game. Like, don't do this. You know, Dr. House puts it perfectly. Life is pain. I wake up every morning. I'm in pain. I go to work in pain. We're here at work in the studio for the Bolts broadcast. And we're in so much pain. Lions fan for Chase. Bengals fan for me. Uh, Lions lose on a last-second field goal. Bengals lose on a overtime field goal after five straight kicks were missed, three by the Packers, two by the Bengals. It, it is so tough. Like, I'm sure that anyone listening right now probably doesn't know what it feels like. You know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off of a Super Bowl win. I mean... The Bucks were a horrible, horrible franchise for a lot of years. Sure, but do they match the Bengals or the Lions? No. Like, the only team that you could say matches the Bengals and the Lions when it comes to pain for their fans would be the Browns. I would say the Cardinals, too. They've never won any sort of championship, and they've been one of the oldest teams in the league. They never won before the Super Bowl. They never won during the Super Bowl. Yeah, but do they even watch football down there? Yeah. I feel like they just, like, live life and just love everything. And Yeah, yeah, maybe, but... Also, the Bucks kind of relate to the Lions, though, as having a winless season because they went on 14 back in it's true. You know, 80s, so it was. The Browns can relate there, too. Yes, they can. Uh, and the Lions are going to be the first team to do it twice. Really hoping that's not the case. You don't want to be the first team to go 0-17. In the first year that there's 17 games. Yeah. Ugh. That's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. Let's move on. It, it, it's been a tough day. But we will move on. We will get off of our soapbox. You know, you no longer have to be our therapist for the day. But, I mean, we kind of move right into some more 
I don't know if it's, it's not sad yet, I guess, but it could become sad. And it is a little shocking because Alex Barboulet, a guy we predicted would be on the opening night roster. He goes to waivers. The word I would use is disappointing. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, I think what was in mind with the lightning is that he was going to be a top six guy or he was going to be on this team. And he probably fits more on like the third line just based on the names in front of him. Just in general, just there's probably at least six forwards that are better than him. So they think, you know what? Let's see if we can stash him away in the minors again. Taylor Radish, he's going to make the team. Uh, John Cooper's a big fan of what he does. Taylor Radish will be the lineup opening night. Um, then Boris Kachuk, he very clearly showed that he was good enough to play. And he, you know, these guys, they can have more flexible roles. So I understand wanting to prioritize them. But I would really be shocked if Barbara wasn't claiming the waivers. I mean, he's the most notable name on this waiver wire, like in terms of actual legitimate, you know, possible NHL production. So if he doesn't get claimed, then great. He's going to be a backup soon enough. He'll be on the taxi squad, something. But I mean, they don't, don't be surprised if he does. And our boy Jay Fresh that we've mentioned so many times, he was even shocked by it, said... Tampa's placed Barry Boulay on waivers, played 15 whole games, and looked pretty good in them. Why not, I guess? Uh, to the extent of that, at least. Uh, he had a projected wins above replacement at 60%. So, for a guy who's only 24 years old, hasn't really cracked a, a main lineup in his whole career, that's pretty good. Uh, very shocking for us. Hopefully he doesn't get claimed, but as Chase was saying, don't be shocked if he does because he looks good, he looks promising, and could be a, a player that steps up big, kind of like Sorelli has over the last two years. You know, I talked about it in the offseason with Ross Colton. You know, if he were to get claimed or drafted, I should say, by Seattle, it could really be like a Carter Hagee type situation where he plays, you know, minimal minutes, goes over to another team and plays really well. It could be the same here with Barboulé. He could very easily get claimed somewhere, uh, when you get claimed the waivers, you got to stay on the roster for 30 days, so he's going to be around. He'll he'll get into the lineup, and he, you know he he very well could go on and, and produce. So if that happens, I won't be surprised. I'll I'll be rooting for him because I do like him. Um, it just you know I'd, I'd much rather see him with Lightning. The one thing I'm really hoping is you mentioned Carter Verhage. Really hoping Bart Boulay doesn't go to Florida. Oh, will grow. There, there's there's no chance. Like you know, just I think a familiar face of Steve Eiserman up in Detroit. He very well, you know, he's on the sign this kid. They've got good waiver priority. They very well could be a team that could claim him. Yeah. So, well, speaking of Florida, I uh, don't want Barboulet going there, but also they made a big extension, bringing their captain back uh, for eight years of damn good player, Alexander Barkov. Um, pretty good contract overall, too. Like, I don't mind the numbers at all. Yeah, eight years, $10 million a year, $80 million. Uh 72 total in signing bonuses, so just $8 million in salary. And I, I pay him every penny of this if, if I were the Florida Panthers, so it, it's a fair contract. Uh, he provides a, a great amount of offense, a you know a good amount of defense, too. He, he's a good leader. He, he does just so much well on the ice. He's a he's someone who was you know always talked about as one of the most underrated players in the game. Now he's finally getting properly rated. He's just a very talented hockey player, worth, worth all that money, 100%. I'm excited to see what Florida can do in the future. They got Barkov locked up, Jonathan Huberto. He's really taken that next step over these last couple of years. Hopefully they can uh, produce and have a really good year as long as it's not as good as Tampa. But two great hockey teams in Florida, that's phenomenal for the NHL, phenomenal to grow the actual game of hockey. So hoping to see both teams have some success as long as Tampa remains at the top. I would agree. 
Mika Zabinajad next. He gets an extension as well. Eight years, eight and a half million. What are your thoughts on this? He kind of had an underwhelming season last year, but he's still a good player. Your thoughts on the actual numbers itself? Yeah, I do think he's a good player as well. Um, some analytical numbers show that he's not as good of a player as, as it might seem. But I think I test um, and analytics need to kind of live like side by side. So I, I don't mind paying Mika Zabinajad. But eight years at this number is a little rich for me. If you paid him this number at, at five years, then great. Um, I, I saw they went eight years to get the number down, so he must have been asking for nine and a half in like, the range, and that would mm-hmm. be way too much. So I would have wanted to get him if at this term about seven million or like five years at this at, like price. That would have been fine. But overall, I mean, kind of is what it is. You do what you got to do to lock up your guys. It's going to hurt them in the end of the day, though. I like Mika Zabinajad a lot, and... I, I don't hate the money, but at the same time, like you said, it's going to hurt other guys on the team. They've got so many good young players that they're going to need to sign here in the next couple of years. And for some reason, I don't know why I feel this. Could be completely wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because I like Mika Zibanejad a lot. For some reason, I've got a Jeff Skinner feeling about this. I don't know why. I don't want to feel it. But for some reason, there's just something there whispering in the back of my head. I don't think so. Jeff Skinner went to a new team, got that contract, and that's where it happened. Well, he had a good season with the new team before he got that contract. Yeah, but Zabinajad's been here and, you know, is, like, around this team or he's used to the system. It's not like he's just, like, still a a fairly fresh face where Skinner was, you know, one season in and good to go. So I I don't think it's going to be quite that bad. But it's not impossible, I guess. Uh, Justin Fields just got hurt, by the way. Oh, well, that's not good. No, we'll see what happens to that. Yeah. Um, and what was the trade to get Zabinajad again? They gave it like Derek Broussard for Zabinajad. Yeah, I think there was another layer to it somewhere. Um, let's look it up. Mika. So the Rangers just basically robbed Ottawa, and that's why Ottawa is still in just a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he, you want to hear the extra layers of this? Yes. So it was Mika Zabinajad and Ottawa's second round pick in the 2018 draft for Derek Broussard and a seventh round pick in 2018. Do we know what that second turned into? Uh, well, let's go find out. 2018 NHL draft. Um, while we do that, you talk about something exciting. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bengal. No, I'm kidding. See, this that's is obviously what, not exciting. See, this is why we just need a full-time producer that right. we don't pay any money and they can just do all this stuff for us. Um, so it... It was the Ottawa Senators pick. So, oh, wow, that worked out for the Red Wings. I don't know what the other trade was, but uh, that trade, that pick ended up getting to the Red Wings, and they took Jonathan Bergman there, who is looking like a very legitimate NHL prospect and is one of my favorite players outside of the NHL. So, yeah. There we go. So they could have had Mika Zibanejad and Jonathan Bergman, but instead they do that trade, and then New York somehow flips the second. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. so the, that that pick got traded because it, it was the the Brandon Smith to New York Rangers. Trade. Ooh, elite player there. Yeah, for a third round pick of twenty seventeen and that pick. Oh, yikes! yikes. Well, well, let's let's not <laughs> let's not keep going down the rabbit hole there. Um, I'm so interested now, though. <laughs> well, you can do that, but either way, Zabinajad extension there. Uh, for some reason, I got a bad feeling, but overall, I don't mind it. I think he's still a very good player. Next up, the New Jersey. Oh, the pick was bad, by the way. It was Zachary Gallant. He didn't get a contract. All right, let's go. The next signing we want to talk about, the New Jersey Devils. They signed Jimmy VC, And it's kind of funny because it was announced as Jim VC, And Jimmy VC quote tweeted it and said, oh, damn, my dad's got to get back in shape. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty funny. I got a good chuckle out of that one. But, you know, I, I've, we talked about it with guys that had um, 
the, these opportunities with PTOs. He seemed like someone who had who had a chance to make the team. Sure enough, here we go. Makes the Devils. See what kind of impact he has. He's not a very good NHLer to be honest. He's just kind of like a yeah. guy. So I can't imagine he has much impact. I don't even know if he's going to be in the lineup every day. But whatever. And we've talked about it before how he came out of college as the primary uh, college free agent and uh, won the Hobie Baker and was he going to be the guy. And you talked about how he got overhyped. It should have been Kyle Connor who took home the Hobie Baker that year. Yeah, easily. So just a guy who really hasn't lived up to at least the hype. Maybe he's lived up to his potential overall, but when it comes to the hype that he was getting coming out of college, hasn't lived up to that. We'll see if he can do anything on the Devils. Speaking of guys who have not lived up to their potential, Ole Uolavi, a former top 10 pick for the Vancouver Canucks. Fifth overall. He is heading over to Florida, hoping to revive his career there. Yeah, so Uolavi traded down to Florida for Yoho Lamico and Noah Doolson, two kind of depth guys, maybe play some angel games, unlikely. But Uolavi should get in the line for Florida. It was weird, though. So, Uolavi was a high pick, someone who had some legitimate, you know, like NHL aspirations potential. Development was kind of slow. Uh, Vancouver didn't do a good job working with him when he came over. He struggled at first. Then he finally started sh- like actually showing some positive signs, and Vancouver started scratching him for older players who were clearly not as good, and that killed his development, killed his confidence, and that's just, that's just really been the Jim Benning era in Vancouver, just, just killing guys with potential, killing your teams. And now he goes on to Florida, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being a regular. Not necessarily, like, a really good player, but, like, a regular. And I've always liked Ole Uolevi. I've I've loved the top three defensemen from this class, at least with him, Sir Gotchev, and Chitron, or Chikran. Um, so I'm really hoping that he can find some of that similar success that the other two have found. But at this point, I, I'm really not going to bet on it. No, no, no. I, I, I would not either. Justin Fields is back. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, Ovi. He goes for a big hit and comes off the ice in a lot of pain. I haven't kept up to date with this injury since it's happened, but any news on that end on how long we might be without Ovi? Yeah, so if, if you didn't um, see, I, it, it was he, he laid a big body check on, um, oh, my God, what's, what's his nuts? Travis Konechny and... Ovi was on that really got shaken up from it. His leg kind of like twitched. It looked like it could have been, you know, maybe something in, in the in like the um, calf or maybe may, or thigh. I mean, or maybe it was something in the hamstring. Right now, as of last seen, he's day to day. It shouldn't be missing too much time. So you know, th- thank God. Hopefully, he's able to you know play in the opening night. I, I think he'll be able to because if not, you know, that's a big blow. Thank goodness it's only day to day. Could you imagine if it wasn't like? Oh. Top superstars would never play in preseason games again. If he would have missed, if he were to miss big time because of a preseason injury and miss out on breaking Gretzky's record, preseason games would have been eliminated. Yeah. To be honest. Just a nightmare situation it would have been, but thank gosh, right now, not the case. Uh, finally, last piece of news before we go to a quick commercial break. That's Kerry Price. He's taking a leave of absence, trying to better himself. Um, really hoping for the best for him. And... You got to take your health seriously. Yeah, so he's joining the NHL's assistance program. Um, it, it don't necessarily know if it's a mental health thing or substance abuse, but whatever you got to do, you know, do, do your stuff. Bigger than hockey, more important is your health. So you know, just get better, Kerry. 
And it's going to be a real blow to the Montreal Canadiens. Carey Price has um, been their top guy for a while now. He's had some struggles over the past couple of years, but really looked like the the Carey Price we know and love this past postseason. Uh, we talked about predictions in our standings last week, and I think I had Montreal sitting sixth above the Red Wings and uh, the Sabres. I, I don't. I think this impacts that. I think the Red Wings jump them now. You had the Canadians at seven. Is this enough to give you confidence in the Sabres to jump them? No. <laughs> so it's going to be a hit, but they should still be able to find some success. Yeah, definitely. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. On the other side of the commercial break, going to be talking about awards. Uh, who do we see winning the Hart Trophy? Who do we see winning the Jack Adams, etc.? It's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available yet in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code THPN this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Shout out to DraftKings for sponsoring the show. Make sure to go make all your bets over there, including your hockey bets, because hockey is starting. And at least... For Chase, I know he's going to start betting on hockey games. He loves his sports betting, even though it hasn't gone great for the past, what, year or so? No, though, really since the end of the hockey season. Okay. Like, like, like playoffs, I really started going slow, and I started betting so much less since then. It's hockey. That's getting you all your money. So you're yeah. you're back. You're ready to go. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll start making some bets once a couple games from the regular season, see if things go. And then if, if I'm struggling again, then it just... It's just no, no, not not worth it. I'll hold off on and see if my futures that I place on the NFL and NHL went out. There you go. All right, Chase. Award prediction time. Uh, let's just start with the biggest, at least in my opinion, and that's the Hart Memorial. All right. Got to go with the MVP of the league. Who are you taking this year? Is it going to be a Tampa Bay Lightning player? Is it going to be Connor McDavid again? Is it going to be Crosby for, I think, only the second time? Maybe third. It's going to be none of those. Okay. It is going to be Alexander Barkov of the Florida Panthers. Oh, new I, contract? Yeah, I think the new contract, you know, spark, sparks a flame a little bit. I would not be surprised if fully healthy. He is 90-plus points, like, easily. And combine that with his defensive efforts, and the Florida Panthers is going to be a pretty good team this year, I would think. And it's not going to be because of any, like, goaltender or anything. I think Spencer Knight and, and Bobrovsky will kind of go half and half, and or Knight should at least play well. We'll see about Bob. But... I wouldn't even be surprised if Barkov got 100 points. I think he's got that kind of talent. And, you know, Hubert all alongside with him is immense talent as well. There's a lot of guys coming up, Owen Tippett, Gregory Denisenko, that can really kind of help him get there too. So, Alexander Barkov's my guy. The best player on a great team, but I'm going to go with the best player on 
potentially the best team in the NHL. Give me Nathan McKinnon. I think Nathan McKinnon, over the past two years, we've seen McDavid has been fantastic. But I feel like over the past two years, McKinnon has closed the gap between him and McDavid himself because he is unreal. I think right now he's easily the second best player in the NHL, at least in my opinion. Maybe you can argue Dreisaitl or Matthews. Some people still argue Crosby. He slowed down a little bit for me. I don't put him there. But McKinnon, I think he's phenomenal. And if he's going to be able to lead this Columbus or uh, Colorado team to a president's trophy, I mean, why not give him the heart? Yeah, he was my number two choice. So look at that. We're so cute. Yeah, we are. Um, so that's not a surprise. And I was talking with someone I know, and he was trying to make the argument that Nathan McKinnon was the best player in the league, better than Connor McDavid. And I'm like, no, he's just not. I'm sorry. I, I, I cannot get there. I, I just, no, sorry. Would you agree that he's closed the gap with McDavid over the past two years? Well, compared to what it used to be, yeah. But, like, I still think it's it's a tear break. Yeah. Like, like at least. Oh, okay. I think he's I think he's really close. Yeah. I, 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 I would take McDavid as my number one player to build a team around. I wouldn't think about I anybody would else. I wouldn't even think about anybody else. Uh, I wouldn't, like, seriously think of anyone else. But, like, other players would come to mind. Not really. It'd be make David slam dunk. Not even have a discussion. Move on. All righty. Well, that's but, your, that's but, your prerogative. But he's not winning the heart this year, though. No, he's not. No. All right. Let's move on to the Art Ross highest score in the league. Who do you got on this one? He will win the Art Ross. Uh, though. David's go. gonna put up 120 points this year if healthy. Uh, I'll go his teammate Leon Drysaddle. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, my backup is Kucherov too, just in case. Um, in case you know, for whatever reason, you picked first and chose McDavid. I was going to go Kucherov next. Um, Great pick. He looked awesome in the playoffs. So sure did. Full season healthy. You know, it would not surprise me at all. Well, that's why Kucherov is going to win the Rocket Richard, at least in my opinion. That guy's a beast. Like you said, in the playoffs, looks phenomenal. A guy is a scoring monster and is going to be able to continue that alongside of Braden Point. I kind of want to choose my number two option for for the Rashard, but I'm going to go for number one. Do both. I'll, I'll mention both, but I'm, I'll say my, my pick is going to be Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Uh, just, Makes sense. Yeah. Two time. Pro- two Pete. Yeah, probably the league's like current most elite goal scorer. Um, you know, maybe you can still say that Alexander Ovechkin's that guy, but, you know, right now I'll argue Austin Matthews. Uh, I considered another name here that I considered that not my number two, just another name, uh, Andres Venshikov. You know, maybe he actually does it this year, oh. but I'm not putting my faith in him. Uh, the second name I had was Kyle Connor, a, a guy that oh. we know uh, has really been surging the last couple of years. He's looked like significantly better each season. He looks like a true NHL superstar at this point. And, you know, maybe Winnipeg, you know, they're the level team. Take the next step. Mark Scheifele, Connor, or Kyle Connor, and they combine for some elite production. Maybe he, he cracks 50 goals. I like to pick. Uh, very untraditional, I'll say that. Because yeah. I, I don't think... Is there even betting odds for him at this point? I, I'm not sure. I would not be shocked if he didn't even have betting odds at this point. I bet there is. I'm going to go pull up my sports book that I use and see what I can find. I, I There's the odds for some like players for some of these awards. Like, they go so deep that I would be shocked if Kyle Conner didn't at least have some. Gotcha. It, it, it takes It's taking a while to load, so yeah. we can just move on. Yeah. We'll just move on. We'll go to the Norris, the back-end best defenseman. I think Victor Hedman's the best defenseman. Just the question is, does the best defenseman always win the Norris? I don't think so. So, let's see here. Who do I want to go? I'll let you go first. How about that? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then I will go with Miro Heiskanen, 
Finished defenseman of the Dallas Stars. The second year in a row, didn't you pick him last year? I did, and he's going to win it at some point. I, I really have faith in that. So this year is going to be the year. If he didn't do it last year, um, that was between two guys. So I'll just, I'll just lean Heiskin in. I, I think he is a still underrated defenseman, top five defenseman in the league. I'll go Kale McCarr. How about that? That was the other guy I had in mind too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're able to make that big of an impact offensively as a defenseman, you got to be at least considered for the Norris every year. So yeah, and like. Kale McCarr is, I think, the betting odds favorite for it. Yeah, so Kale McCarr is the betting odds favorite uh, at plus 400 on my sports book. Um, Miro Heisen's plus 1,500. Hedman's plus 600. Hedman and Fox share the same odds, actually. But going down to the Richard, do, 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 do. Let's look for you. Okay, I had to miss him. There's no way these names are ahead of him. All right. Um, oh, yeah, here he is, plus 1,800. He has the one, two, three, four, five, six, tied for six best odds. Oh, that's not bad at all, eh? No, not, not at all. Huh. Uh, I, I won't be putting any money on this, though, like on either or any of the awards, I should say. Yeah. I, I don't know. that This one's pretty tempting. Brandon Sod plus 10,000 to win the Richard. I don't know. Ooh. Brandon Sod breakout year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the Vesna. Ready for this? I'm ready. Spencer Knight. No. Drop the mic. That means he's winning the Calder as well? Still a rookie. Maybe. All right. Well, it's not going to be Spencer Knight. <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be Connor Hellebuck. Oh, you think so? It's I know going so. to be. I know so. Yeah, put some money on it right now. I don't have any money in my account right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got no money to, to gamble with, but... Yeah, Hellebuck, he, he's he's going to do it. He, he carries that Winnipeg Jets team. He's good. He, he's okay. We didn't talk about Vasilevsky. Okay, well, like, he's, he's my number two. Yeah, he's like a a, a top guy for the Vesna easily. Uh, you got to think Marc-Andre Fleury's probably up there, too, even though he's gone to a Chicago. much worse team. Yeah, the Chicago's going to suck, even though Marc-Andre Fleury's good. So, not, not really, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. You, you could obviously choose Vasilevsky, and it was it was deliberation, but Halbuck was just my gut feeling. All right, Calder, what are you thinking for the best rookie? I'll let you choose. So I'll let you choose your guy. Let's go back to Spencer Knight. There you go. If he's winning the Vesna, he's got to be taking yeah. home the Calder, well, unless someone's doing something stupid. Which And, and your number two is going to be Cole Caulfield, isn't it? Yeah. Who's your number two? It's the guy that you love so much. Same team as Spencer Knight. Anton Lundell? Yeah. Wow. All right. How about that? That's spicy. I like it. Well, my number one is Cole Caulfield because I think he scores 30 goals this year. Legitimately. I, I think that's very well in his wheel range and in, in, in his arsenal. I, I think 30 goals is a pretty fair bet. Number two is Moritz Sider. Um, not as confident on that one, but just name throughout there. It's a lot more about scoring nowadays for the Calder. So, you know, he's going to come in and. He, he could score 30 points as a rookie defenseman. I, I wouldn't be, be too surprising, but he'll probably score a little less, play a little more shut down on a team that's not going to score a lot. What do you think are, because I've seen on Twitter that William Eklund is still with the San Jose Sharks. What do you think on his odds of cracking the lineup? And if he does, does he play a role whatsoever in this Calder race? Well, they pretty much already said he's going to play for them at some point this year, whether it's opening like day or not. Uh, if he makes opening day roster and stays with them all season, I could see him being a 35 to 40 point guy, and that's just not going to cut it for the Calder. There's going to be other guys to step up. You know, Michael Bunting's looked really good for Toronto. Is he going to keep it up in the regular season? Unlikely, but not impossible. But, like, you know, if you want to just hear some names that are up there for, for the Calder, um, let me go find it real quick. So 
Caulfield's at the best odds. Trevor Zagras, Alex Nedeljokovic, Spencer Knight, Mo Sider, Marco Rossi, Alex Newhook, Vasily Podkolz, and Quinn Byfield, Jamie Drysdale, Lucas Raymond, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like William Eklund doesn't even have odds here, for example. Nedeljokovic is still a rookie. He is. I feel like he's played quite a bit. He ha- He's like legitimately like three games short of the threshold. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the Jack Adams best coach in the league. Uh, I wish I could go with Torts, but he's not a coach right now. <laughs> so I will go with. Do I go with just my favorite coach at the moment? You go with the you you go through things that win the award, and the award is for coaches that are good coaches and that during the regular season. Yeah. So and a and a, a team that does really well during the regular season, even though you're not a believer in them for some reason, is Rod the Bod and the Carolina Hurricanes. Not a believer in them. I was a playoff team. You have them as the third place team in a division that's kind of ass. The top of the division is very good. They could be easily be a top four team, top five. They, they'll for sure the be a top Rangers four team. Over them. They'll, they'll 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 be they'll be a top top team in the East. I'm, I'm not that worried. Like they're going to make the playoffs, no issue. So like I wouldn't be surprised if they finish higher. But yeah, the the, the Rangers are going to go off this year. But um, <laughs> I got two names here yet again. I'm going to mention them both. I'll go with my number one, which was Joel Quinville, the Florida Panthers, because I think Florida Yuck. is going to be a hundred plus point team. Mentioned, you know, Barkov's got a chance to win the heart here. So if that were to be the case, you know, coaching Quinville, he would get his name thrown in the ring. And then Dean Evison, Minnesota Wild. Uh, if they end up being a playoff team again this year, you know, that, that's got some great potential there because their roster is still not very good. Kirill Kaprizov, someone whose name we haven't mentioned for any of these awards, it wouldn't be that surprising if he blows up and, you know, does something where he can be in contention. Um, you know, the rest of the roster outside of that is pretty underwhelming. You know, Matthew Boldy's hurt. Marco Rossi's going to be a rookie. See what he can do. But um, I think that Minnesota's got, got some chance to surprise, and Dean Evison would be the reason. There you go. Uh, Rod Brendamore won last year. Why did I think Joe Quenville won last year? No, it was, it was Rod the hmm. freaking bod. Well, there you go. How about a two-peat? I'm not a big fan of co- coaches <laughs> getting two-peating for that because, like, I don't know how often it happens. I can't say that. I got to admit, it does not like very much ever happen because they usually go for coaches who exceed expectations. Yeah. And that kind of was the case in winning the division. Like that was exceeding the expectations in general. Like Tampa was supposed to kind of be the lock. Um, so, uh, you know, I get it there. But just betting odds have John Cooper at plus 700. I would not touch those odds. That's just a waste of money. He's not going to win the award unless they set a record. All right. You want to know the last back-to-back? It's, is it how long ago? Let me try to guess. Uh, do you want me to give you the exact dates? No, you can just you can say if it was in the was it was it this century? Uh, it was in the eighties. It was in the eighties. Oh, how about that? I mean, like the one coach I think it would they could do it is Scotty Bowman, but like, I don't think it would be either. I have no idea who is it. He's with the Detroit Red Wings. Jacques Demers. Oh, yeah. Jacques Demers. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of want to make a change now. No, I'm going to keep it. But, yeah, I, for some reason I thought Joel Quenville won it last year. and um, But because it was Rod the Bod, wouldn't really make sense for him to do it again. But we're going we're gonna to stick with it. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, you might as well at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our award predictions. Let's now move on to hockey name of the day. Let's. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'll search the name, then I just remember that he's on here. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course he's on here. Yeah. All right, we got JJ Watt. I I don't know his what his initials are stand for, like stood for whatever they stand for. Justin James. Justin, Justin James, James Watt. Watt. Yeah. In case you don't know, JJ Watt. 
He is a six foot five, two hundred eighty nine pound former forward for the Wisconsin fourteen U Triple A team. He was a pretty good hockey player growing up. Uh, in case you don't know, he is now an NFL player playing for the Arizona Cardinals. Played for the Houston Texans for a long time. Looked at as one of the greatest you know defensive players in history. Should be a Hall of Famer, but. He was a good hockey player. There was a celebrity skate thing he did with Wisconsin a couple of years ago, and he just buried in a shootout. And like, imagine just that guy on the ice right now. I want to see it. Six five two eighty nine. Yeah, imagine him just—he's huge, just cruising around. Like, obviously, yeah. like obviously he can't play in the NHL, but like, imagine like you know he decides he wants to be done with football, go play in the East Coast League. Someone would sign him in the East Coast League. You thought Bufflin could hit? Yeah, like JJ oh. Watt oh. on the ice. God, Jeez. yeah, that'd be fun. Freaking put a smackdown on people. It'd be great to see. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Chase, you know, do your thing. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us out on Patreon, support us there. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that is at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at Hockey Podnet. That's at Hockey Podnet. While you're at it, follow us at WNP. Uh, it's WNP Sports Pod. It's WNP Sports Pod. That way you're going to get all the content you need between those three Twitter accounts. Go to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcasts. Find all the podcasts, excuse me, and the Hockey Podcast Network there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy, busy, lemon, squeezy. Wherever listening, if you can rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Whatever you do, do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.